0: Welcome to our podcast, Oncology Morning Commute, Addressing Bias in Patient Care. Morning Commute is developed in collaboration with At Point of Care and Projects and Knowledge and is part of a continuing medical education series. This independent CME-CE activity is supported by an educational grant from Estellus, Merck Company, Pharmacyclics and AbbVie Company, and Janssen Biotech. In this episode, Dr. Otis Brawley and Dr. Christopher Flowers take a look at how implicit bias can impact patient care. What is unconscious bias and how can clinicians become more aware of their own biases? Information about the faculty and disclosures can be found at morningcommutepodcast.com forward slash disparities three. You can use this link to receive your credit and evaluate this program. The URL can also be accessed in the episode notes. Dr. Brawley is a professor in the Department of Oncology at Johns Hopkins University, Baltimore, Maryland. Dr. Flowers is Division Head Ad Interim of the Division of Cancer Medicine and is Professor and Chair of Lymphoma and Myeloma at MD Anderson Cancer Center, Houston, Texas. I'm Candace Hoffman, Managing Editor of Morning Commute. Dr. Brawley will begin our discussion.
1: Hello, this is Otis Brawley uh, discussing uh, bias patient care with Dr. Chris Flowers. Chris, thanks for joining me. Great, thanks Otis, appreciate it yeah. being First, here.
2: First, what is unconscious or implicit bias? Can you give us a definition? Yeah, so uh, unconscious bias is exactly that. It is something that is completely unconscious to the individual um, who's expressing uh, this bias. And these biases are implicit in the decisions that we make uh, about uh, either patient care or, and oftentimes other things, uh, these are biases that are ingrained into our ways of thinking. uh, And unless we explicitly make ourselves aware uh, of that these biases exist, we will make decisions uh, without uh, knowing that that these are affecting the ways that our decisions are being made. You know, one of the, um... Implicit
1: bias is almost assumptions that people make about other people.
2: It's almost human to do that, don't you think? So, yes. I mean, there are some uh, uh, well-known biases that uh, all of us commonly make as shortcuts. These are, you know, heuristics uh, that we use uh, to be able to reduce complexity, uh, particularly when making decisions. And so in the decision-making literature, these are very well-known in terms of biases we make about rounding numbers, dioceses that we make around reducing uh, uncertainty to help us to make decisions in a less complex way. And so uh, I think these are are natural components of being human to help with our decision-making process uh, to reduce things that are much more complex and much more nuanced. And and that's why they become unconscious.
1: Is not a human tendency to spend more time with patients that you like or patients that you know or patients that are like
2: you versus patients that are not like you. So I think you know one of the things that's actually been helpful to make these sorts of uh, unconscious or implicit biases Uh, better surface have been studies that actually study the way physicians behave and the ways that others behave in terms of the ways that we, uh, these uh, biases applied. And so, as you mentioned, uh, it's uh, known that uh, from some uh, data uh, from a randomized controlled uh, trial that physicians uh, spend less time with uh, minority patients than non-minority patients, uh, which, could lead to uh, worse uh, patient education, could lead to worse outcomes for those patients in terms of their uh, disease state understanding or treatment, and that there also are biases uh, that physicians uh, display like the ones that you described, that they're more commonly spend time with patients that are more like them or that they enjoy uh, spending time with as opposed to uh, patients that are uh, cantankerous or, or difficult to or argumentative. You know, in some of the health disparities work
1: that I've done, uh, it's interesting some of the biases that we have and where some of the biases have come come from. Some of them are actually due to our socioeconomic system. You know, we have biases that certain cancers are more aggressive than people of certain races. Well, some of the data to support that comes from uh the lack of insurance or the types of hospitals that people go to, whether or not uh, they're adequately staged well. I mean, in colorectal cancer, uh, we used to think that colorectal cancer was more aggressive in blacks versus whites. Then we found out the blacks that we based that on were not as well staged after surgery by the pathologist uh, because the pathologist who takes care of people that... Hospitals where Blacks go tend to be busier than the pathologists in hospitals where Whites go. So that it's a bias that ended up uh, supporting some additional biases. Uh, I've also been concerned, there's a uh, study that was published about five years ago uh, that surveyed medical students. And it seemed that medical students had the bias that Black people don't feel pain the way white people do. And this, of course, these sorts of biases can affect how well we treat pain and ultimately affect our relationships with our patients because we're ignoring people when we have these sorts of problems. What do you think about
2: that? Yeah, so what you're talking about are biological constructs that are developed around sociologic phenomena. And so you know, some of these biological constructs become ingrained in our ways of thinking uh, about uh, the ways that we take care of patients, Uh, and uh, they can influence the treatment decisions that we make uh, based on those biases. I think uh, more broadly in terms of the kinds of implicit biases that all of us have, and I think that's one of the other things uh, to be aware of about unconscious or uh, implicit bias is that not only is it unconscious, but it's also ubiquitous. Everybody has these biases about the ways that they see uh, other uh, human beings or the ways that they make decisions. And so the, the first uh, important part of that is to make sure that we are aware of our own biases. And there, uh, there are techniques like implicit bias training to help uh, people to become more aware of their own implicit biases, uh, and then secondarily to try and disentangle some of these biological constructs that uh, you've described that may influence the ways that we treat uh, cancer patients, and just to be aware that those can
1: exist. Yeah, you know, one of the things that you've taught me in some of our conversations is the importance of open-mindedness and the importance of actually caring about every patient.
2: Yes, be, being open-minded and being data-driven uh, in terms of uh, what the data actually show us in uh, more modern studies uh, really can be quite helpful in terms of understanding each individual that's put in front of you uh, and to respond to the data that you have at hand, not uh, to some preconceived notions of what the data are going to show.
1: What we're really talking about here is professionalism. Aren't? Isn't, that, isn't that the
2: case? These really are uh, key components of professionalism and uh, being uh, and, and providing outstanding care uh, to patients really requires that level of professionalism to be aware of what your biases are, to be aware uh, and conscious of what each patient uh, brings to the table, uh, something we talked about in the last uh, podcast. Uh, and to be able to react to the data directly at hand and to try and to provide the best care to each individual who's in front of you.
1: My experience, and tell me if this is yours, if the patient feels that I care for them and the patient feels that I am concerned about them, the patient is more likely to be adherent to therapy and end up
2: having better outcomes. Absolutely. Uh, that's uh, been shown uh, in studies time and time again, that the trusting relationship between a doctor and patient uh, helps with adherence to therapy, helps with outcomes. It increases enrollment on clinical trials. Uh, it, uh, On the other side of things actually reduces physician lawsuits in terms of patients suing patients, if there is a trusting relationship. And so building that is, is critical uh, to the care uh, for so many different reasons. You know, I wish we could spend more time with our patients, learn
1: about their socioeconomic situation, their social supports and social demographics, actually show that we care about the patient and also understand the hurdles the patient has to go through in order to get good care. Uh, It would help us so much with care. So Chris, thank you so much for uh, this conversation. Uh, this is uh, Dr. Otis Brawley talking to Dr. Chris Flowers, addressing bias in patient care.
2: Thanks,
0: Otis. Thank you for joining us today. Remember to receive your credit and evaluate this program. Please visit morningcommutepodcast.com forward slash disparities three. For all the episodes in this series, please visit morningcommutepodcast.com forward slash disparities.